0: Welcome back. You're listening to Stumps here. Damian Watson and Bryce McGain, with you on your dedicated cricket show. Well, we're in the midst of a watershed summer of Australian women's cricket with Season 5 of the WBBL just completed in a standalone summer for that competition along with a home T20 World Cup campaign on the horizon. David Hemp is the head coach of the Melbourne Stars WBBL team and he joins us to reflect on the WBBL season and outline what lies ahead in women's cricket. Thanks very much for your time, David. Uh, No problem,
1: Darren. Hope things are well.
0: Oh, they absolutely are. The Melbourne Stars finished on the bottom of the table with two wins this WBBL season, but you did orchestrate a couple of upsets against the Renegades and, of course, the Perth Scorchers when both were really fervently chasing final spots. How did you analyse the season as a whole from a Stars perspective? Oh, yeah,
1: obviously... um Results-wise, very, very, very disappointing. I think we,
0: you can't hide from
1: that. Uh, Performance-wise, as you say, there, there were a couple of uh, very good performances, uh, team wins and individual uh, performances within those wins. Uh, I'm, look, six, five or six of those games, we found ourselves in really good positions. We just couldn't get over the line, unfortunately. Um, but but overall, um, you know, two 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 wins was was very disappointing
2: but you have a, a great group of young girls and uh, it seemed like you're really focusing on giving them the best opportunity for the future.
1: Uh, yeah, hi, Bryce. Yeah, it was a bit of, uh, a bit of that was uh, due to injuries and, and lack of availability. We had, certainly from the bowling bowling department, we, we found ourselves in a situation where uh, with people coming into tournament with, with, with niggles and with, with limited loads that were available. So in one hand, we, we were forced a little bit, but... Uh On the other hand, yeah you know, once certainly once we got uh, six or seven games in uh, when we were in a difficult position to uh, to qualify, we said, well we're going to give these young players an opportunity um so yeah, so Annabelle Sutherland, Tess Flintoff uh, and a girl called Maddie Penner uh, who's actually mm-hmm. from the aCT uh, from a bowling perspective with three youngsters that that really impressed
2: and uh in in terms of that this this really is a a bright future for the young girls uh in in Australian cricket and uh, the great opportunity. Australia are playing India Ray at the moment. Uh, well, that game is just wrapped up, up in Brisbane, and you'll be happy to know yeah. a couple of the Victorian girls doing particularly well. Molly Strano, who is the leading wicket-taker in, in WBBL history, she, she'd taken uh, three wickets, and Annabelle Sutherland in the wickets as well.
1: Yeah, um, obviously from, our, from a state perspective, it's great to see uh, representation, not just for the main side, but also with, uh, with the A-team, uh, we have, as you said, Annabelle and Molly there at the moment. Uh, they had a good day today. Annabelle, not so, so much with the bat, but it's good to see amongst the, amongst the wickets. Uh, well, that'll be good. So that, that's now set up nicely, obviously, at one all going into the last one before the T20s start next week. I uh, know we have Elise Falani joining that group um, next week for the T20s uh, in preparation for, uh, obviously, for selection for that World Cup coming up in February
0: speaking with david hemp the head coach of the melbourne stars wbbl team you mentioned that name elise villani of course the skipper of the stars this past season we see her on tv very very knowledgeable and is probably depicted as a lovable larrikin as well how did you analyze her performance as a skipper and her leadership capabilities
1: yeah, again, extremely experienced in terms of player. Uh, look, a player. Look, reasonably, well, I say reasonably, probably a solid performance. You know, 344 runs across the tournament, uh, big mm. bash tournament. Strike rate was a little bit uh, under what you'd expect for sort a of player of uh, capability. So just over 100, about 100, 102, 103, uh, if I remember correctly. So. Look, she was. She'll be disappointed with, with that return because she's certainly good enough to to push the four the 450 500 mark uh, with about, at a bat, certainly at a better click. So, um, look overall um, from a leadership captaincy, yes, she, she's learning that. She has captain the Perth the Scorchers side. At times, was really good, really proactive and made some good decisions. But yeah, it's difficult uh, when you're you're under the pump and your side's losing. Uh, it can become quite quite a challenging time. But. So, you know, in the end, she finished well with the back. Um, She got better, obviously, as the competition went on. Um, But certainly, you know, we're looking forward to her uh, driving her game and everyone else's game forward.
0: How did you analyze the competition itself, David? The WBBL in a standalone slot this summer. Uh, the TV ratings were very good. Indeed, the semifinal, the second semi final on the Saturday last week on the secondary TV channel outrated the Australian Open men's golf tournament on the main channel. So that's a real boon for women's cricket. With the T20 World Cup coming up for women's cricket, how do you analyze the growth of the competition and indeed women's cricket in this country?
1: Oh yeah! Look for me. I think it's been fantastic. I think the uh, the, the BBL um, and that initiative by Cricket Australia uh, five years ago now was was the best thing that could have happened. I think uh, from a media perspective, there's obviously more interest now, uh, which has been reflected in, in the way I think the way the girls are, are playing the game. So they've been challenged because of you know ex players and uh, and commentators. Um, making comment on how they're playing the game, how they look, et cetera. I think that's, that's driven the standard, um, w- w- which has been great. Um, I think you're seeing not just... Uh, the skill level for me has always been there, but I think you now you're seeing a, a higher execution of that, of that skill level. I think from a banning perspective, you know, the scores uh, are now... Uh, 150 is, is becoming normal, uh, and players are very capable of chasing that and not, give, not feeling the pressure of chasing that, whereas you go back two or three years ago... You got one fifty, you generally win the game. You're not seeing that now, as an example. So, I think the one area for me where I still think the catching isn't quite where it should be. Uh, I think there's too many um, straightforward chances that, that, that are missed. But the the ground fielding and the diving stop, the pace on the throws and the batting has certainly seen a, a massive shift forward, which is uh, which is great to see.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. The the rising standard all the way through and. I guess it comes down to the, the, the professionalism of the girls and how hard they work, but also the, the teams that work around them and coaches like yourself who are completely dedicated to the growth of others is, is fantastic. What's on the agenda for you now? You, you Captain Victoria – oh, sorry, Coach Victoria now um, with the with the state competition. What, what's coming up there? And obviously we know that the World Cup is February, March, so a lot of girls with that on the horizon. But what, what's next on the agenda for you?
1: Yeah, for us, So we we had half the squad back in, uh, I would say half, uh, yeah, it was actually half ten uh, in this week. Uh, we back to the full complement this week coming, uh, so we get the Cricket Australia players back in, we give them an extra bit of time off, and obviously we've got these 18 players away as well. Uh, so we, we'll practice uh, four sessions this week as a group. Uh, and Then we get to a 10-day break over Christmas, returning on the 3rd of January for uh, two games against Western Australia on the 7th and 9th at the Junction Oval. So preparing for that uh, with full strength for, for those two games. And then um, two weeks up after that, uh, down in Tasmania, uh, before we lose the uh, Australian component of players uh, who go into World Cup preparation. So four games for us in, in January uh, and then two more in February. So there's eight WNCR games this year. I'm um, sitting one and one at the moment. So... Uh, Certainly these four games in in, in January are pretty big, and if we can uh, win all those four, that should hopefully set us up nicely for those games in February.
0: David, really appreciate your time on Stumps. All the best for the months ahead, and thanks again. That's brilliant. Thanks so much, Damien. Cheers, Bryce. Thanks, Happy. Good on you. David Hemp, the Melbourne Stars WBBL coach. The always great insight, Bryce. It, great insight from your good self.
2: It is indeed. Uh, our show wraps up but Australia um, batting again uh, in the test and uh, we look forward to what lies ahead.
0: Indeed. Hopefully we get a nice contest too. This has been Stumps. Damian Watson and Bryce game with you.